my couch. Oh, shoot. What, what, what are you doing? For sure, I'm glad I live right And I'm never gonna let you out of my side I've been knocked out, was a nice try But I guess I get to keep my head Okay, and we're live. Ah, hello, everybody. <laughs> we're having some. Oh, sorry. We're having some technical difficulties today. Um... Oh, that was, I thought it was this. <laughs> we're, are we live? Yeah, we're live. We're live. I, I'm. Uh, are I'm, you checking it? I'm checking it just to make sure that we are live. I just wanna. I just wanna make sure so that you, everything you can go is back. good. Yeah. <laughs> so check it then. We are live. I just can't check like when we. Be, when yeah, we you can live. check. You can go back. I cannot go back to a live video. Yes, you can. Okay. Hi, everybody. Let hey, me let's, let me just figure this out because we just want to make sure that we're giving you the best content we can, right? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so you can scroll. Where? You huh? cannot scroll. Oh, let me. Okay. okay. So, yeah, do the intro and then I'll do this. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. We're so happy to have you here to our podcast from Vision to Success. From Vision to Success. That's right. And today, actually, we have a very, very special topic today, which is, <laughs> which is vision. Um, how to create your vision? And when I read it, I was like, "What? What a bunch of crap!" <laughs> <laughs> Legit. I'm like, you know that our podcast is called Vision to Success, right? <laughs> I was like, that's just crap. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is actually probably one of my favorite, favorite topics of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like it. Okay. I do like it. I just have had some hiccups with it and I'm working with it. So I'm like, it's like a living Oh, so you're being, being legit. I'm being legit. Yeah. Because I'm oh, like. I thought you were just being trying to be funny. No, I, I'm half, I'm half trying to be funny, half trying to be legit. <laughs> Because I've had some issues. Sometimes we, we feel like we have to have this clear vision of exactly where we're going. Yeah. That, and what ends up happening when we feel like we don't have it, we stop. We don't move it. We don't move anywhere. So we have paralysis because we're like, I don't know where I'm going. Everything seems so foggy. I have no idea what I want. And that's what I've experienced. Maybe, like, I don't know if you've ever experienced that. No. Anytime that I haven't had success on a vision is because of, because of one of the imps, procrastination. Yeah. Or like the twin imps, which is procrastination and uh, twins. Yeah. Like so procrastination so, and what? Uh, distraction. Distraction. Yeah. So those two work to, uh, in hand, close to close. So anytime that hand to hand, you mean? Hand, hand, you said close to close, uh, like hand to hand. <laughs> what, what what is it? Hand in hand. Hand, hand in hand. hand. That's hand what I said. Hand. You said close to close. <laughs> did I really? <laughs> yeah, you did. That's what I was like. You mean hand to hand? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hand in hand. So those two those two imps work really, really close to like with each other, right? Uh, procrastination, distraction. So I've always been good with having a vision of where I want to go and what do I want to do. And so when I haven't been successful, is because of it's because it's been of that. It's just I just it's it's self self destruction. 
So you're telling yes. me. So, okay, repeat that again because okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not so, sure if I get it. Okay, so I'm being honest and transparent in my own journey, right? And when I absolutely do you need a vision in order to be able to move forward, I believe so. I know so, right? Okay. Because you need to have a point from, like, if you're in point A, you need to know where point B is, right? Right. But sometimes we get so hung up on having such a clarity in your vision that at least for me, it's become something that I'm like, that I feel overwhelmed, that I feel like I can't do it. I, I feel like I end up questioning myself and being like, is that even what I want? Why is it so foggy? Why is it so unclear? I don't think it's because of a vision, though. What do you think it's because? I just think that it wasn't. A vision has to get, has to get you pumped up. It, it, it's the, it does, but it, sometimes it's hard to get to that vision that gets you pumped up. No. I think for I, me it has. I have to disagree on this See, one. See, yeah, for me it totally has. Like I, I've had vision, so this is my vision. I know I want to work with people, right? And I I love coaching. I love um, – my, my personal favorite, in all honesty, is when I get to meet people that watch our podcast or have seen my posts or somehow know me through friends and whatnot, and, and they tell me how much of what I've said has helped them or has been impactful or anything right, like that. Right. That's my most favorite thing. So I know I want to keep doing that, and that is my vision. So I guess I do have that clarity. It's just sometimes where my fault comes in is that I want to know exactly the how. And when that how creeps into my vision where I'm like, okay, I know this is what I want to do, but I need to know like step by step exactly what I'm going to do. I um, I overwhelm myself and then things get foggy. And then I was but like. But that's not the vision's fault. 100% that's the vision's fault. That's not the vision. <laughs> that's not the vision. That's not how. That's can we, can you just stop trying to psychoanalyze no, me? No, I like? am. With it, you, you just, you just walked into a free therapy session right yes. now. Yes. All right. Give it. So hang on one second. No, no, no. Because th I think, okay. So oh, tell okay for you guys watching us. Tell us what you think. Do you have a vision? Do you know where you're going in life? Do you know what you want? Because that's essentially what a vision is, right? Right. But what I'm trying to, what I'm having a hard time trying to figure out is, with you, you're like, oh, vision is crap. And no, I know, I'm, I'm just kidding. No, that, no, that know, whole, those are some hard words, Miguel. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> you just <laughs> said it. We can just rewind it. But that's that does the point. But why, why? Because so I told you that that's my one of my fa my favorite things having a vision. And you're like, oh no, maybe not. I'm, yours is not. It's not your favorite thing. So what I'm trying to figure out is this: Why do you struggle with this principle? And that's what I can't wrap myself around because I don't think it's the vision. I think <sighs> it's having a lack of plan. It's multiple things. So in the your, past. So so here's an example. Okay, tell here's me. an example. You are 300 pounds, mm -hmm. right? And you are 300 pounds. Uh, you, you know, overweight, whatever, and then and just like you're you're struggling. You really want to lose weight and all these different things. And like, okay, I want to be 200 or 175. Yeah. Right. All right. Cool. And then you start, and you're doing well, and you're doing great. And then you're like, ah, you don't really have a plan. You're just doing the weights and doing all these different things. And then all of a sudden, you don't see any progression, and you're like. Those Doritos were calling you, and then you're having... And you're in your bed eating the Doritos. Yeah, you're having Powerade for story breakfast. Of, uh, story of Miguel. Show them your Powerade with Freezy inside. Oh, it's gone. This guy, this guy totally was eating a Freezy for breakfast. I was not having a Freezy. I was having a Freezy. <laughs> like, are you really going to lie? Come on now. <laughs> so I was having a Freezy. But anyways, and so you are... Uh, okay, and, and then all of a sudden you get discouraged and you're like, oh, I'm not losing any weight and yeah. I want to get to 175 and I just don't know how to do it. That's, it's not, it's not the vision. You're fault. right. I think you're right. I think my, my, my overall problem is the how. I think you're yeah. right. I think it's, it's a hunt. And then 
um, I, I sometimes smuggle the how into the vision and then I doubt myself. Yeah. So yeah. it's like a, a multifaceted process. Yeah, but then yeah. once you get into that hole, it's hard to come out. It is. Yeah. It is. But again, I don't think it's the vision's fault. You're right. It's hence our, uh, <laughs> our podcast is called Vision to Success. <laughs> Look at me. I'm like, vision is crap. Success, that's crap. <laughs> well, this is, well, here's the thing is, right? It's the podcast is called Vision to Success because those, those are the two endpoints. Yeah. Vision, mm-hmm. vision yeah. is the first one. And then when you get there is the success. And then the, the whole purpose of, of this podcast is not the vision, is not the success, but it's the two. It's the in-between. Exactly. It's the messiness of the in-between. Vision to success. It's the two. It's the two. You the the two is what people struggle with, right? Yeah, and how, I struggle with the same thing. Clearly, we just identify that that's where my struggle yeah, has been. It's the two. It's the how. Yeah. So, how do you push through the crap? How do you push? So you everybody can create a vision. Yeah. And then everybody wants to get to success. Mm-hmm. So the question now becomes: Is how do you push through the how? How do you push through the crap? How do you push through the two to get to success? I'm trying to think because I'm like the best example that I have in my life is uh, fitness related is weight loss related, actually. Right. Okay. Because when I first started my weight loss journey, I was close to 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I had had three kids. I had struggled with weight like all my life. So and I, I didn't know how to properly do it. And I think once my vision actually now talking about it, my vision to have a better life came from an email that somebody sent. It was like one of those motivational um, websites, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the the email said, you work out because you love your body, not because yeah, you hate it. I remember you telling me that. So the vision for me was to love my body. It was no longer a number mm. as opposed to before because I had such a specific number and I always felt defeated because I wasn't reaching that number. So I guess at that point, my vision changed. And when I started creating a plan with regards to it, like I started doing at home workouts, I started learning about nutrition. I started uh, enjoying the process. Everything changed. Mm. But my vision was that at some point I was going to be healthier. I was going to be fitter and I was going to be stronger. I didn't attach a number to it, but I know those were the three things that I was going for. Yeah. Um, and I think like, I, I don't know if I shared, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I shared it with you, but at the beginning of my journey, for 60 days, I, I did not lose a single pound. 60 days of working out, of eating right, and, like, I felt better. I didn't lose weight, but my clothes was fitting better, mm. right? Like, my body composition was changing. On the third month, I lost, like, an accumulated of, like, by the end of the 90 days, I lost uh, 20 pounds. But the first two months, it in, was very... In, in, in 90 days, you lost 20 pounds. But the first 60, it was like nothing. I'm sure it was maybe like five pounds. But honestly, it it, it felt demotivating. It was demoralizing because I'm like, I'm putting all this effort in. So why though? Why in 60 days you didn't lose anything? Because bodies are different. That's the thing. Everybody seems to think that like you need to have results right away. And sometimes what happens is that when you're working out, you're putting stress in your body. And sometimes a stress response is to retain the weight. Not mm-hmm. is it necessarily like fat that you're retaining? No, but it, it, it could be fluids. That you're retaining, right? So you so, go on the so scale. So you didn't change in the 90 days. Uh, 90 days, I did change. The first 60, I did not. I I did physically when I took pictures. You can see differences in my body, right? No, um, no, I know. So my, hang on. So you did a 90 day program. Mm-hmm. The first 60 days. Uh, so you did a 90 day program. You never once changed it through the 90 days. 
the first 60 days, you didn't see any results. You only saw results on the last... The 30 days. The last 30 days. Imagine if had I given up on day 59. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's why I'm pointing it out. Yeah. It's, like, it's Yeah, I would have never seen it, right? I would have never developed a love for fitness has, had I not had that hope. It was... You know what? I feel like the anchors to a vision is hope and faith. Okay. Right? Because I'm like, if you have a vision... You know where you're headed, right? Right, right. The anchors to that is hope. Hope that there's something better than what you're living right now. And the faith that the actions that you're taking are going to take you to where you want to be. Okay. Right? So I think for me at that point, my anchors were that. I was able to push past because I was like, I don't care. I'm no longer focusing on my weight. I didn't have a specific number that I was reaching for anyway. Was it demoralizing? Yes. Was I struggling through it? Yes. Were my thoughts like going all crazy? Absolutely. Right. And when did that thought process kick in it, it, within the 90 days? It had to be from like the very beginning because, well, I especially, okay. So I did have those thoughts already because I was doing it for my daughter. I was doing it so I could... One, love my body. Second, for my daughter. Right. So those were two strong reasons why I wanted to do this. They were my whys, yeah, yeah. right? Um, they created a feeling inside. They motivated me on those days that I didn't want to work out. On those days where I jumped on the scale and I was like, son of... Yeah. <laughs> say kidding. it, Maria. Say it. <laughs> say it in public. Yeah, they were live. There goes your membership. <laughs> my bishop from church is going to be like, Maria Bunt, can we please have a meeting? <laughs> You do lead the young woman in our church, and I'm concerned about that. <laughs> Your language. <laughs> Son of a... Okay. Son of a... Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't swear. Um, Raw. No, I know you don't. Yeah, I don't. Um, anyway, but yeah, I, what was the question? I forgot. Oh, yeah. I saw there was like no fluctuation or anything, yeah. right? So I had to hold on to my anchors. I had to hold on to, the, to my why and my anchors that at some point, I didn't know when, things were going to work out. And they sure did because within a year, I lost almost 50 pounds. My body changed and I've been in this journey for seven years. And even from those 50, like I've remained the same weight in seven years, but my body has completely changed in those seven years. Well, that because muscle's heavier than, than fat, right? Yeah. And like it, it, I look different. I walk different. Like mm -hmm. everything, it impacted like so many different areas of my life, but I guess I guess you're right. I do like, and that's the thing with vision, right? The vision is is where you see, or at least what you want to accomplish, mm -hmm. and then you need to have anchors. Yeah, and I agree. And so, yeah, I think I think we're on the same page. I think for like for me, started or, a little rocky, right? Where I was like, it's crap. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what do you? What, this is my favorite topic. Of, it's the name of the podcast <laughs> from vision to success. Like that's crap. But I think I think the vision. If you take, if we're we're making an, an an analogy here, is the vision is the spark plug that gets the car started. Yeah, it's kind of like motivation, right? It is motivation alone can't get you anywhere. No, because you right? you're like super gun ho. You're like, I want to do this, yeah. and then life gets hard, and you're like, don't have the motivation to to do it. Right, Mel Brooks, the one who wrote the the five second rule, she mm -hmm. says motivation is crap. Hundred percent, that is crap. Right. So yeah, and I and I do tend to agree with that, right? Like motivation, just motivation alone can't i don't want to say can't get you there but it, it's not going to sustain you no you get started you get motivation to get started maybe right. to buy that membership to buy that program to invest in yourself which is the spark yeah right so in a car for those who don't know anything about a car and neither do i i just know <laughs> I, I drive a black jeep that's all i know but what i do know is that the car has these things called spark plugs 
right? <laughs> Listen, this guy like full out like burps and does I like I do everything in front of me. hundred percent. I'm like, excuse me, I'm your guest. <laughs> I, I burped once. I burped once. Once, she... like in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge me. And so, anyways. So in a car, you got these spark plugs, right? And so what ends up happening is that, and again, I don't know the whole process or whatever, but gasoline is very flammable. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is that the gasoline passes through the spark plug, and when you turn it on... It ignites it. it, it there's, a, there's a spark, in yeah. it, right, which, which there's a combustion that gets the engine going, right, like mm-hmm. the pistons, and then, and then the car runs without it. Like, but the spark plug doesn't keep going. The spark plug is just a one-time thing, whatever. Yeah. So I think the vision... Is the the spark plug? What? Why do you want? You know, like what do you want to do in life? Well, what do you want to be five years from now? What kind of education do you want? What kind of family dynamics do you want? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, weight loss and all these different things. I love the fact that vision starts with you as an individual, 100%, right? Yeah. It's not like, oh, I want to do this because Miguel is doing it. And a lot of us tend to set goals or visions based on what other people are yeah. doing, but yeah. it starts with you. Yeah, a hundred percent. So you create, you create your own vision, but the vision alone is not going to get you through the hard times. What is is going to be your why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? so and we've f- talked about this before we, too, so many times, yeah. right? There is a, uh, there is a, a, I don't want to say a saying, but there is, uh, you know, Les Brown. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Les Brown talks about something called um, uh, the, the it question, which will make or break any journey. The two, the how, yeah. will break any journey. And which is, is it worth it? Yeah. That question, like that question alone will determine if you are going to stick to whatever it is that you've started, is it worth it? That is the fire that is the gasoline. Because for you, your daughter and loving your body, and when the hard times came, you, you is it worth it? And you're like, oh, heck yeah, it's worth it, right? It's 100% yeah. worth it. And then that got you to keep going. That got You, you had a plan in place, yeah. and that got you to keep going. For me, it was the exact same thing. And for me, before I started MTC Live, I had I had worked I, I had worked in uh was it seven different companies every every year and a half to two years I was jumping ship, and the minute it started getting harder like bureaucracies uh, other other sales agents were taking my my sales and managers weren't doing anything because they had more tenure and they were selling more and they didn't want to ruffle any feathers, and I was like this is not and I would always say and I remember this is not worth it it's not I come home. I'm stressed. I was working a job actually that was I was making about one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year, working twenty hours a week. And, and you I, took a big like pay a, cut, that was like a, when you started your business. Oh, a hundred percent right. I went from one hundred and twenty to zero. Wow. Right. And so, but the deciding factor was that it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I like, totally get that. Right. It was. I was making one hundred and twenty bucks, one hundred and twenty bucks, one hundred and twenty thousand a year, <laughs> and that included bonuses, car payments, my cell phones being the four hundred seven being paid for all salaries and then trips right for hitting 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 certain numbers working 20 hours a week as a sales rep right but then i was coming home i was stressed my wife was like are you okay i'm like no i, I was like i didn't have time and it's just whatever and it just, it's just this is not worth it i remember yeah. i was saying this is not worth it and i i, I, I would quit you you felt unfulfilled a hundred percent yeah a hundred percent so that's the it question is it worth it right oh i love that question so much just kind of sharing something on a side note like um 
I, I know last week I shared with regards to my dad passing mm. away, right? So mm. I had a I had a counseling session on Friday. It was a grieving counseling session. Mm. And the, it was so good. It was, it was I, I'm so telling good. you, right now, it, just to, to derail a little bit. So Maria, uh, Mike, her husband, myself and Tegan, we went out for dinner on Friday. She shared a little bit. No. Yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday. She shared a little bit of what she, and I'm, I was hoping that you would bring it up today. <clears throat> Anyways, I, we, Tegan and I, we walked away. It was like, oh my gosh. Like that was. It was so good, yeah, right? Yeah, it was so good. I know. I'm like, and it, it, it like triggered a lot of thoughts. Okay. I, I'm like, everybody needs counseling because <laughs> it, it was, it helps you to see your blind spots. Yeah. Right. It gives you, it's an objective person. The person doesn't know you. So it's not like a friend, you know, when sometimes you're talking to a friend yeah, and the friend yeah. wants to make you feel better. And sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's kind of like, like it's just different, right? Um, but yeah, anyway, the thing that I wanted to share was with regards to what you said, was it worth it, mm-hmm. right? So my grieving counselor, when we were talking, he said to me, he's like, um, you went through a traumatic experience. And he said, and he defined trauma as being something that you go through that's hard where you have no ability to be rescued or your loved one has no ability to be rescued right mm. and it was great that he defined it for me because i realized that i had like a, a like a different notion of what trauma was and it made me cringe and i didn't want to accept that i did have trauma but if i didn't accept that i didn't have trauma i wouldn't be able to work with it right mm. anyway so then he asked me he's like you know you you stayed with your dad you were there for the eight weeks that he was here um you were there until the very last day you went through some hard times he's like he, he asked me, he's like, was it worth it? He's like, why did you stand your post? Was it worth it? And I it like tears. And I was like, it was worth it. Mm. And he's like, why? And I was like, because I love my dad. Because I told him that I would be with him till the very last moment of his days here. And then he's, he said to me, he's like, well, he's like, then your story is a be- is the, um, it's a story of, um, of what does he, he say? unconditional love so he attached a meaning and a purpose behind Mm. my trauma like a why and then it made me think when you were talking about was it worth it when you have that feeling of looking back and knowing that you're going to go through hard things and then looking back at it and say would i go and do it again 100 percent, i would do it again would i change anything about what happened with my dad absolutely not Mm. right and i'm like it was so powerful that as you were saying that i was like that is the intensity that i want to feel my life as I go through, I want to have goals where, yeah, it feels like I'm walking through fire, but then I'm looking back at it and I think about it and I'm like, was it worth it? I want it to be like 100% yes, heck to the yes, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, Elon Musk, just, uh, have you heard? Like, so he's starting to send rockets to Mars. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've heard. No, this. I haven't heard. So I don't know in the process where he's at right now, but he's, again, he's starting to send rockets. <clears throat> and in each rocket, there are, um there are things that will help sustain life when people finally get to mars okay so he's building before like yeah so he said like uh he's, he's sending raw material yeah like uh drilling machines he's sending uh domes uh, materials to create domes uh suits uh hydrated food like all these different things like he's just sending raw material yeah. Right. And so then when people get there, there's all these materials already there waiting for for whoever gets there to start building livable space. Yeah. Which is insane, right? So he has a goal of I forget what the number was, but it's just like some it was a ridiculous number. <clears throat> he wants first of all he wants to die in Mars. 
Okay. Like that, so that's his biggest goal, right? Is to yeah. die on Mars, number one. Number two is that he wants to be able to bring uh, uh, up to, I think it was 10, 20,000 people. Wow. Right? So that, that's, his, that's his massive yeah. goal. So he talks about, anyways, the reason why I'm bringing it up is your reaction there is like, wow, like that's absolutely insane. Oh, water treatment, oxygen, generations, growing own food, etc., and self-sufficiency won't depend on the shipments from earth to survive dude i don't know man <laughs> so mike I didn't bring, listen babe i i uh, i can't i'm not wearing my glasses so i have to depend on him reading <laughs> and so mike mike just said i, I just oh i can't even read this because it uh, it's green why would you I have know. the writing green i don't know i don't know why it turned out green stop <laughs> judging me it says here water treatment oxygen generations growing own food etc to be self-sufficient won't depend on shipments from Earth to survive. Right. <laughs> no, I know. So I know. So thanks for chiming in, Mike. Obviously, it's it's to be able to be self-sufficient yes. and, and abilities and other stuff. Mike, man, whatever. Anyways. <laughs> I love you, babe. That's <laughs> my you. husband I representing. Love <laughs> I love you too. But anyway, so anyway, so all these different things to to sustain and not should be self-reliant. So he's saying yeah. all these different things. Anyways. But your, your whole thing is like, oh, my gosh, no way, like 10,000, 20,000. That reaction, he says that he loves that reaction because he knows that he's on track. If you create a, a yeah. goal, if you create a vision and people are like, oh, I can see you doing that. He says it's not big enough. Right. So you have to have like this big. Like a wow factor. You have to have a wow factor. So your vision has to contain a wow factor. Like even to yourself, sometimes like, how, how am I going to do this? And then, but and a lot of people start and finish there and that's why nothing gets accomplished yeah you can't start there though you can't have a i i in my in my mind you cannot have a wow well not that you can't have a wow factor but your goal cannot be or like your vision cannot be so grand that you look at it and it totally like makes right. you feel defeated right i think right. you build up to that yeah because um oh just, he didn't start there when he was first creating paypal oh for sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think back about with regards to my example with uh, with my like wellness journey. Had I had I had a goal to run a Spartan, I ran a Spartan race earlier this oh, year, the right? Tapeworm race. The tapeworm. <laughs> I had a tapeworm. No, I did not have a tapeworm after this guy. <laughs> She's trying to convince me to do this Spartan race, and I'm like, because he's he had a bad experience with a tapeworm went up his nose and what? came out his no. bottom. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I did not say. The story is that it, you are false witness. That's what you are. Oh my gosh! I had a friend of mine, and she did the Spartan race, and she fell. Anyway, so there was mud, and she says that she got a tapeworm and she lost so much, so much weight. And then she's like, "Oh, you want to do it with me?" And I'm like, "Next year." I'm like, "I'm not doing it with you, whatever." So this one shows up, but I know she's like, "Hey, you want to do it?" And I'm like, "Nah, dude, I'm, I'm not a fan of tapeworms." <laughs> I'm like that. Anyway, point of the story is, had I started my journey with a goal to run a Spartan race, psh, defeat it. Yeah. I, there's no way I would have felt ever capable of doing that, but you built up. Yeah. And that's why your vision is a living thing. Your exactly. vision is a living being yeah, that yeah. changes as you, as you grow, it changes. Yeah, yeah. So 100%. So again, going back to Elon Musk is that you have to have a, a big dream, something that's like, oh, wow. And then once you have this vision, like this, wow, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and... And you tell people and like, there's no way. You know you're on your on your way, but you can't. It can't just start there because if it's, if you depend on just that vision, it's gonna die there as well. Yeah. So then, part two is that you have to start creating a plan. 
Mm-hmm. Right? That's the two. That's the how. Yeah. And the two, it's not it's not uh it's not just yourself. Like you have to involve people, you have to let people know, you have to get coaches, you have to surround yourself around uh I think was it Warren Buffett that said if 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 I was it him that said it? It was somebody, somebody like big in the business world. If I know more than if you're the smartest person in the room, get a new room. Then you're in the wrong room, yeah, right? You're in the wrong room. <laughs> get new people, right? It's true though, because you always you always have to grow. Yeah. yeah. So you got to surround yourself with people that are big. Yeah. Well, that have what you want, right? And the and the idea behind it is because can you figure it out on your own? You can figure it out on your own. However, your time gets a lot longer yeah. because then you have to figure out the right resources. You have to figure out like you have to be discerning in what you're reading, what yeah. is legit, what is not legit. But when you work with a mentor and you have people around you that are doing the same thing that you want to do, that time folds in half. Yeah. So potentially something that would have taken you maybe 10 years to achieve, you can do it in five. Yeah. Right. So it's like that's the benefit of working with. And and, then there's, and and there's the golden rule of ten thousand. Ten thousand hours. Yeah, I I think that can be. It is ten thousand. I'm like I think that can be manageable. So I'm like I think you can. Do, do, do you know where that come from? Ah, uh, somebody who says so something. Am, am I gonna about to teach you something? Teach me. So I'm gonna get on your pedestal. Get on your horse. On my high horse. I still we need to <laughs> we still need to uh, get that make a teacher with me on a unicorn, <laughs> yeah. just flying through the air. In the Pegasus. In the Pegasus, hundred <laughs> percent. So the ten thousand is. I think we talked about this in one we of our did. in one of our podcasts. Hold on, average income. Income of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. Oh yeah. So if you want to create more that. money, honestly, yeah. you need to surround uh, yourself with people with a higher income. That's true. You cannot be the one that has the highest yeah. income in your in so, your friend group. So here's another story. You know that guy that wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. Yep. So Jack Canfield. That's right. his name. Is it? So yeah. he was. I believe it was his story. He he couldn't. He was he was having a hard time. Um, he was having a hard time breaking the uh, one million dollar mark, mm-hmm. and he was already making six figures. He was successful, but he won really whatever. And so I think he he went to like a like a Tony Robbins whatever, and then he's like, "Listen, I'm having a hard time. I can't I can't, I can't seem to break the the million dollar mark." And he goes, "Oh," and he goes, "What are your friends like?" And he goes, "They're all successful, right?" They're all like entrepreneurs, they're business owners, and all these different things. And he goes, "Well, how much money are they making?" They're like, "They're all making, you know, six figures. They're all making a hundred, over a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand." He goes, "That's your problem." He goes, "You got to find people that are making million dollars a year, and then because a person that is making a hundred thousand dollars a year thinks differently than a person making fifty thousand yeah. versus a person making thirty thousand. Yeah. So a million dollar earner thinks differently than a person making." hundred thousand dollars a year yeah right so you got to surround yourself with people of of that capacity yeah absolutely so the ten thousand hours is very simple right so if you think about it you have you ever heard of the rule uh and i think we talked about this in one of our first podcasts mm-hmm. you know the the average of a business break making or breaking is five years yeah we did talk about it okay so here's the thing there are about two thousand workable hours in a year okay Okay, mm-hmm. so that's that's working forty hours a week, mm-hmm. right? So if you make the calculations, hang on one second. So here it is. So if you go two thousand, if you go forty hours a, a week, mm-hmm. right, um, and then times fifty, mm-hmm. right? Because not fifty-two, because normally two weeks are vacations, two okay. week, so unpaid, right? Okay. So forty hours a week times fifty hours. Or times 50, 50 weeks. Of 50 weeks. 
it's 2,000 workable hours. Okay. Right? Times that times five, which is five years. Mm -hmm. That's 10,000 hours. So here's the thing. Okay. Here's the thing. So if you work for somebody in five years, you are putting in a bare minimum of 10,000 hours. Mm -hmm. If you work for somebody else, mm -hmm. that is 2,000 2, hours a week, uh, 2,000 hours a year with 40 hours a week, nine to five, mm -hmm. right? And then equals to 10,000 10, 10, hours a week. The minute you start your own business, this number goes down. Yeah. People fire themselves. And we, we did, we've talked about this. They wake up late. They don't put their eight hours a day. Yeah. They finish early. They're like, oh, it's 12 o'clock. I already put in a good three hours of work. I've made my calls. I've made my... I've made my my sales calls and you know. So you're three like hours. delaying. You're like getting in your own way, uh, and instead 100%. of doing five years, now you're like seven. Exactly. But then you're unmotivated because three years in, you're like, exactly. where is my like where is my success? Instead of putting that forty hours a week, you're putting in like ten. Yeah. And so then what ends up happening is that ten thousand or five years starts to stretch. The ten yeah. the ten thousand stay the same. Yeah. Right. The stent whether you're doing ten thousand in five years, or you're doing ten thousand in ten years. You still got to put in the ten thousand to become a professional. Yeah. And so the problem becomes is that when you are doing this, and then you're delayed. Now the successful people, right, the ones that are killing it, they're putting in ten thousand hours into three years, or two years. And how? They're working more than forty hours a week. Yeah. They are waking up, thinking the business. They're thinking fitness. They're thinking whatever. And you know they, they spend time with family where you know whatever. And, you know, five o'clock hits and then you they go, they have dinner, they come back down to their studio, their office and they continue working. They're going to bed late. They're waking up late and they're working, they're working, they're working. They're putting their 10,000 in three years. So moral of the story is that it could potentially take a little longer if you are going to take more breaks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not to give up. Yeah. 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 Um, I was reading a book and it talked about Amazon, right? And it talked about how mm. we are so focused on overnight success. We're like, oh my gosh, look at them. They like, they did it in a minute. And like, look at me. I've been at it like three years and nothing's going on. Yeah. And he was talking about that Amazon was not successful for seven years. He actually was going to file for bankruptcy. I, that's seven yeah. years, right? Yeah. And I'm sure that he was putting in like tons of hours. Yeah. But for him seven years so can you imagine had he given up on like that 11th hour yeah and i i feel like with our vision the feeling has to be that it's kind of like i'm gonna do it or i'm gonna perish but like i can't i can't have it both yeah like, it's an all or nothing attitude with a business even kevin hart has said the exact same thing he was in a joe rogan interview and he yeah. says people saw see him as like where did this guy come from he was like working he says that he people don't know when he was in stand-up comedies people were throwing things at him because he wasn't funny he was yeah. getting booed off a stage his mother gave him a, a bible it says don't forget to read it and it's like oh yeah mom you know keep god yes i got it i got it i got it and he would do all these different things and just and 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 all the, oh anyways and so mom you know grandma i can't i can't make the rent and she goes have you read the bible and he's like oh well how's god gonna help me and he's just like and he kept going kept getting, kept getting booed he kept getting thrown things at him he wouldn't he would get canceled all the time. And then he's like, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe I should read the Bible. And he opened up the Bible and then a bunch of checks came out. And there were, there were rent payments for an entire year. Wow. Yeah. And so then that year, um, he was like, okay, grandma believes in me. Right? And so he was about to quit. He's like, I got to put, put in more hours. And he just kept going again. He went back into and started grinding. And then that year, 
he put something on YouTube, which is his first uh, uh, his first special, whatever. And people started knowing about him. And, and anyways, then he is who he is now. But it was it was that right. It's yeah. like that giving up. It, yeah, that's what you have to. It, whatever you choose, you have to like it. It has to yeah. be something that you're not doing it for somebody else, but you're doing it for yourself. Is it worth it, right? Is it worth it? That's what you got to ask yourself. For him, 100% it was worth it. So what's your plan now? Well, I definitely want to be in the people business. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my plan is to, um, I really want to be a public presenter. I really want to okay. be a, um, yeah, I want to be a public presenter. I want to have a book. I want to I wanna help people. I've gone through a lot, and I was I was talking to Mike about this actually one day, and he, and he was telling I can't remember exactly how the conversation came up, and he was like, people do well at what they have experience with. Right. They, they he's like, you can't talk about something that you don't have experience about. Yeah. You have to talk to. Him. And he was like, what do you have experience with? Well, he didn't say it like that. But that's the way that. That's what you heard it. That's what you heard. <laughs> he was driving, so obviously he couldn't like shake me. But I felt like his voice was like, what do you have experience with, right? Yeah, yeah. And with tears in my eyes, I'm like, I have freaking experience in pain. That's what I have experience in. Mm -hmm. And so then I thought like, it's been, it's, I've had painful experiences so often in this past few years that I'm like, my, I feel like my job is to share what has gotten me through those experiences, how I've, um, remember the title that you gave me, Winning Through the Storm, mm -hmm. how I've gone through that storm and I'm still able to be here in front of like, in front of you, like I'm still able to be myself, I'm more refined than what I was before, I'm able yeah. to have joy, like people at church see me, <laughs> I had a, uh, one of the sisters at our ward um, in our church, she she hugged me. And I mean, my dad just passed away four weeks ago, right? And she hugged me and she's like, wow, you you look like you're doing really well, right? And it, and then I, it, like, I took a step back and I was like, you know what? Because I am. Mm. I am doing well. I am able to have this joy because I had all these tools that were available to me that I took advantage of that has helped me to to be in the place that I, I am now. And I 100% believe that God gives us these experiences and he gives us these talents, not so I can like stuff them in and they're all for me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you, Heavenly Father, for giving me. But rather he gives me these abilities or these refinement moments so I can share them with others and I can help others through this journey. So essentially, that is my role in life to help others through this life journey. So what do you want to do? You want to do the book first and then get into public speaking or are you going to get into public speaking and then write No, I'm going to do the book. I'm okay. 100. percent I'm so, gonna do the so book. So you're doing this. You're, I'm gonna do the. Okay. Memoirs. So now let's talk about the two. The two what? The how? The the middle. The vision two success. Let's talk about the two. How are you gonna do that? Well, I realized in my own journey that I get a lot of the thing is that I get in in my own way and I expect instant gratification. Okay. You know how I'm like, you can't like quit at the eleventh hour. The only reason why I say that is because I do that. <laughs> like every all my advice, <laughs> everything that I tell you, is because I struggle with the same thing. So I hundred percent understand people that quit in the eleventh hour okay. because I've done that, right? Um, but I was thinking about how in my often I get overwhelmed with the fact of lacking clarity, and I've like at first I tied it to my vision, which is not my vision that has an issue with. We established that it's my how and my process. Um, and I've one of the things that I'm going to do, I'm going to start digitizing my my um, my journal entries I have. Okay. And then based on that, the other awesome thing is that I, I kept. So when my dad passed away, one of the things that was suggested to me by Mike, um, Mike is also seeing a counselor for grieving. Mm. Um, and the counselor has suggested for him to write a letter to his parents that would tell him that would 
um, that would explain like anything, anything that he wanted, right? And that could be a sense of closure because what the counselor said is like you've processed it in your head, yeah. but you haven't processed it in your heart, which mm. that's sometimes things that we do, right? So he, he mentioned it to me. He encouraged me to do it. Um, so we got the kids to do it. I did it. My whole family did it. My brother is my mom, right? And I kept the letter. I did put the letter that I wrote in handwriting in the, into the my dad's little, he's in a condo. Mm. <laughs> That's how we call it. The what? You know, those like, I forget, Monsoor, something with an M. My dad is cremated. Oh, he's cremated. I didn't my know dad that. Is, yeah, my dad is cremated. Um, yeah. I didn't that. I, I you know, had no, no idea. No, I we, didn't know that. Yeah, so my dad is cremated. Was he there at the, at the funeral? He wasn't there at the funeral. So where is he? He was already in his resting place. We decided to do it a little backwards, right? So what we did is that um, my dad wanted to be cremated. He didn't want a big anything. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to have a viewing. He didn't want to have any of that. And in all honesty, it totally worked out for us oh, because yeah. that is just, it's really hard and we weren't ready for that. I didn't like it. Yeah, I don't. And yeah. the hardest part is, for me at least, is like, you know, people want to support you. But in that sense, you just, I just felt like you just feel awkward sometimes, right? Anyway, long, my dad is cremated. Mm -hmm. um, we did the cremation before the celebration of life. He had his interment is the, the day that we put. Interment is when you like either he goes in the ground, which is the, babe, are you still on? What's the name of that thing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's not going to help me because he's like, both him and I, we have this thing of like no big words. <laughs> and I'm two, like. The two immigrants. Trying and to we're like, <laughs> what is it? Mon, mon something. If you know the name, it's, it's not monster. I don't know. But what it is is basically like a little like pillar, yeah. and then they put different like um, urns in there, and they have the plaque. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I I, I kind of. Okay. It's it's, it's a. It's like a building. Yeah, it's a. It's so not, we call it a, a con. It's, it's a, a little structure. tiny. It's a structure that yeah. has multiple places where yeah, yeah. people can go in, right? So we call it my dad's condo. He's in the fifth floor. He loves it there. <laughs> He absolutely loves it. He's in the fifth floor. He has a good view. <laughs> when we drive by, we're like, hey, Papa. Yes, 100%. That is so I'm like, my kids, like, he's really close to my house, and we have to drive by whenever we go to church, right? So my kids are always like, hi, Papa. I'm are, like, are, hi. You, are you in Chincuzi and uh, Bavaria? Yeah. Yeah, that's where my dad is, too. Hey, hey. my dads are there. <laughs> They're just chilling. <laughs> They're chilling, like, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, our dads yeah. are there. No, no, but I had no idea that he was, first of all, he's cremated. And now that he's uh, like, he's paying, like he's, he's, he's in, in his condo. condo. Yeah, in his condo. He's I in love, his condo. I love that. Yeah. So anyway, so you were saying. Okay, so anyway, the letter went in with his urn yeah. in his condo okay. <laughs> on the fifth floor. <laughs> he has a good entrance. He can see the bus stop. It's good. Oh, oh there it is. Thank you. Mausoleum. Mausoleum. Thank you so much. I, I couldn't think of the name, so. I always want to call it museum, but I know it's not the yeah, thing. Yeah, Mycelium. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's there. Anyway, so we put the letter in, right? It's a good thing that we have viewers with higher education than us. <laughs> it's like, thank you. It's like... <laughs> it's not the education. I'm like, oh, we're grateful that we have Canadian viewers. Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Native, natives. We have native speakers. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Because... 
if this part but even you in spanish is like oh my spanish is it's just you know why it's like that is because i'm self-conscious about it but i just need to like i, get I heard it. you talking to my mom this morning and i'm like is she talking spanish that's how i speak i remember i moved here when i was 12 i know so you I, can't speak english and spanish i can speak english i can speak spanish it just sounds different anyway <laughs> back to the story so we put the letter in there right and then what i did is as part of my dad's celebration of life I read that letter. Yes, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that letter actually, like, it was so good. It gave me clarity on the lessons that I had been taught and, like, the hard time that I had gone through my dad. Mm. And I think mm. that is going to be some of the basis of how I structured my how I structured my book for okay. my dad, my memoir. My memoir to my dad. So here we go. We need to we need to put a timeline on this, dude. Okay, so here this is what we're going to do. So you have... How many weeks do I have? Because ideally, I would like to get it done by the end of the year. Oh, so and you know it's what I back wanted? on? Yeah, and you know what I wanted to do? This was my plan, right? I mean, granted, I do want to print it, but I'm like, I, you know, you can upload it to Kindle. So I'm going to get it edited and all that, and then you can upload it to Kindle. And then obviously, you put it at a price. Like, you can put a price on it, but it's super easy. It's much easier than getting it printed. That way, it's uploaded. Uh, people can read it if they want, and then they can work on getting it, like, published. Okay, so here we go. So if we do today. What's today? Like, let's start today. Okay. We have, oh, what do we have? Uh, get him again. <laughs> <laughs> my husband, Mike, he's always like, she never listens to me. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, so funny story. So we're, we're having dinner. And then, so last podcast, I was talking to, to this one about, uh, you know, getting, getting her, her journal entries, like, chapterized and, and put them into books and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, that's a great idea. Apparently... Mike had the exact same conversation with her, and she was like, "Ah, you're stupid. You don't know what you're I talking about." I did not say that. <laughs> okay, she I didn't don't know. Say, I didn't like, say, but I'm like, I, I just can't remember the time where that conversation took place. So she dismisses Mike. No, and she's like, "Ah, whatever. You don't know what you're talking about." Then, like a week later, we're having this conversation. I'm like, "You know, you should do this." She's like, "Yeah, that is a great idea." <laughs> Mike is like, "This is so disappointing, right?" <laughs> I love you, babe. Don't leave me. Don't leave so, me. <laughs> so one thing Mike wants to do now is that anytime that he has a great idea for, for Maria. He's, he's going to tell you. He's going to tell me. <laughs> and then I'm just going to bring it up in a podcast. What does it say? Oh, you, your face said it. My face yeah. said it? Whose face? <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Okay, so we got the 19th. So we got one week, two weeks. Three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? 9, 10, 11. I'm going to do it by December 25th, and I am going to make it a Christmas gift to my dad. Oh, dang. Yeah, I'm going to do that. December 25th is going to be the date. Oh, I'm going to digitize the, the journal entries. You messed me up. Yeah, keep going. Um, And I'm going to do it as a gift to my dad. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. It should be like 12, seven uh, from October 4th. It'll be 75 days. 14. So 14, 14 weeks. Yeah. You know how I know that it'd be 75 days from October 4th to uh, to uh, December 25th? No. Because October 4th is when I started 75 Day Hard. You you in that <laughs> program, man. You need to go away. I'm, t I'm not impressed. We can't even. I, it's okay. Her, um, or she, her diet is water and like. I'm an irritarian. <laughs> <laughs> she come hungry. It's, it's up here. I can't eat in this room. I don't know. Who knows what's flying around in here? Can you smell that? That's my uh, in incense. 
Is it? Yeah. Because I'm like, it has like a dirty sock smell. <laughs> Just kidding. So going back, my my office smells like dirty socks. <laughs> okay, so let's get back to this. You got 14 weeks. From okay. today, you got 14 weeks. Okay, 14 So what's going to happen in these 14 weeks? I'm going to... Okay, step number one is digitizing my journal entries. I don't even care about the process. I want to know how many hours per week you're going to put into this. How many hours? Because that's the how. That's right? the how. The hours? That's It's, it's the hours, I can't right? do the hours. I have to do actions. If, if, I, it has to be action. No. I, it does. No. Because I'm like, if I do hour-based, then I'm going to go sit down and be like, what am I doing? And then it's just... I'm like, I have to create... So my, that's, No, no. That, those are the action plans. Yeah. Right, but what, 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 what like you, you are being okay. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a company right now, and I'm hiring you to make this book. Okay, how many hours are you going to put in? In a week. In a week. Well, <laughs> and in the in those hours, okay. then yeah, we can break it down into like process into the actual process. But I, I'm not talking about the process. I'm talking about okay. how many workable hours are you going to dedicate book. for the book? Okay, for the book. I'm going to I'm going to do two uh, not two uh, per day. So 10 workable hours a, a week. It has it's just for the book. Right. So 10 hours a week. So 2 hours, 2 hours a day. 5 days a week. Hang on, times 5 days. So that's 10 hours. 10 workable out Who's doing that? Is that you? Oh. oh yeah, sorry, that's okay. 10 workable workable hours. Yes. Right? And then you have that's 140 hours. Okay. That you're going to put in so two hours a day times five days a week. That's 10 workable hours. So that's 140 hours. Oh, I got shivers. I like seriously had like a. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're heading somewhere now. And so where's the kill switch? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This is this is this is your commitment. Okay. So hang on one second. Okay. So in, in those two workable hours. And then then process. We don't have to talk about the process today. So Maria. So I'll, I'll I'll commit to seven to think, December twenty fifth. I don't think, and in all honesty, I don't think one hundred forty hours is enough. Okay, well, let me start with that goal first, and then let me adjust it. Okay, because here, here we go. Here we go. Are you oh, ready? Okay, I'm ready. No, no, because I want you to succeed. Okay. Right. Okay. And so I gotta you gotta get stretched. Okay. Because this is right now the initially. You talked, you talked, when you started making up these things, they were comfortable hours. Yeah, I can do two hours, you know, eh, whatever, right? But then going to work, doing a job, eight hours, it's, it's hard, right? I know, but you got to remember, I'm also a mother. I have like, a, I have to drive Not from my nine kid. to three. Well, actually, it's like, and then there's, a, there's, because of everything that's going on with my dad, there's still tasks that need to be taken care of because of that. Good for you. <laughs> That's that's amazing. Congratulations. So, okay. if we can bump this from 140 to what? To 200 hours. How many hours a week would so that be? That would be so 200 hours divided by 14 14 weeks. That's 14 obviously 14.28 divided by 5. That would be a 2.8 hours a day. Okay, fine. I can do that. I can do that. Hours a day. So you have to dedicate close to 3 hours a day. You know what? I'll, I'll concentrate on the week. I, I have to con I have to do 15 hours a week. Yeah. I, however way I get it done, it just has to get done. Okay. Yeah. So 15 hours a week. So so going it's that. Like a part-time job. 50, why not? 15 hours a week times 14 day, 14 weeks. That's 210. So the, the magic number now is, Maria, 15 hours a week. Can you do 15 hours a week? 
to get it done by December 25th? Heck to the yes. <laughs> you just saw magic. <gasps> I'm like, I had like a, a chill like going down my spine. My hands are like freezing. <laughs> they are cold. I'm like, oh my gosh, what did I do? Yeah. No, but I am. Because you know what? I want this to be, this has been such a hard year. And I want I want to end on a high. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and it's go- I want to end. And my purpose. So before for writing my book, my purpose was me. Right? Like me trying to help others. I didn't have a clear vision per se for my other book. Because we did talk about writing a book that was going to be called My, La- my, Loves- my Life Sucks. Now yeah, what yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And 100% my life did suck this uh, this year. But now I'm like, my purpose is something greater than myself. It's tangible. It's my dad. It's his legacy. Is what he's done for me. Because I think about, oh my gosh. I, like I, I'm going to cry because he has been such an impactful um, man in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's helped my faith like no one's business. There's nothing else that has helped me um, to develop the faith that I have right now. Where is a faith that I will stand tall with faith or I will perish. Like there is no in between. Like that's that's the level of faith that I feel like I have right now. And he did that for me. Mm-hmm. Like he was the conduit to help me getting there. And it's just it it brings me so much joy to be able to like honor him by doing this, right? So, so just like my daughter, when I started losing weight, I'm like, it, it became more about her. I'm like, I feel like this process is more about him. That's it. Bam. So, oh, so here we go. <laughs> a book for your dad. A book for your dad. What does that say? No. Oh, no. oh my your mom. mom's on here. Your mom, what does mom say? You can do it in any time. You are great in almost everything. Oh, my, mom, my mom is watching. I love the fact she said in almost anything. It's okay. I have my faults, guys. Yeah, I, no. I have my faults. That's, it's, that's my mom talking to me, too. My mom says, like, you're good. Just not that good. Just, just, she knows how big my head can get, right? <laughs> I love you. I love your mom. Yes, she is like the is sweetest. The best. Okay, so here we go. So here's what we're gonna do: a book for your dad. Because when you started losing weight, yeah, you did it for your daughter. I did it. It was it wasn't like it was because I wanted to show her a healthy way, right? And I'm like, for my dad, I want to honor him. And so when the question came about, is it worth it? All you had to do was take a look at your daughter, and you're like, it's worth it. And you just kept on going, right? Writing this book. And transcribing everything into digitally, all of your chapters, is going to be the hardest thing that you're going to do in the next 14 days. That's 15 hours a week. Yeah. So when the question comes, is it worth it? All you have to think about is your dad. This book is going to, you're going to give your dad a Christmas present, December 25th. Yep. Ah! I'm crying. I already know the picture that I'm like going to, that I'm going to put there. I'll you're show you. Put- I'm going to put a picture at the end because I, I shared. So I shared, I, a lot of the ways that I exp- experience healing is through sharing. So yeah, I yeah. shared... Um, what, my towel's over there. <laughs> that dirty towel. <laughs> like, From I'm last funny. week. Hundred percent. I'm not using that dirty towel. <laughs> <laughs> it's not dirty. It's still sitting there from last week. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? I forget. Oh, now. dude, I feel good about this. Hold on. You know, I'm gonna be on top of this, right? Yeah, do it. Like, do it. Like, ev- I'm calling you every day if I can, and I'm like, dude, have you put in your hours? Hold on, I want to show you the picture of my dad. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, listen. So, I'm, I'm still having my launch party. Yes. So now we're gonna do a duo launch party, right? That's the one that's gonna be at the end. <laughs> Look at that one. Ah, I like that one. I I don't know if you guys can see. <laughs> that's a good one. That's nice. Ah. Get her. <laughs> Mike's sending me. He's like, like, listen. He's sending. 
I'm like, I'm telling you, I'm a pitbull. Yeah. Once I grab, I hold on to like, I take a bite out of something, I'm not letting go. So, dude, I'm telling you right now, like, we're talking almost every day if we have to. Like, <laughs> have you? At the end of the day, have you? Oh. No, no, not more Miguel. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you a text. I'm like, did you put in your hours today? I know. And, I am. Oh. And I'll tell you one thing right now. So, yet when we were when we went for dinner on Friday, Friday. Uh, unconsciously you made a comment to Mike and I was like oh crap that is dedication sometimes so Mike goes to bed and you're like in the living room whatever and then Mike is like get it you know get into bed and you're like no I still have to drink my water because I have to restart right yeah okay so she's doing this, this <laughs> stupid 75 hard whatever crap and then you have to drink how many liters gallons at of one gallon a, a, hey, a, a, that's why I have this here. A, a ton of water a day, right? So and so she has to drink, and so and and if she misses a day, you have to restart like the whole thing, right? Uh, just a, yes, I do have to start from the beginning, not from the very very beginning, but I do have to start the phase, which yeah. is the thirty thirty day phase. The thirty days, right? So if you don't put in a minimum of three hours a day, then my my week recycles. It, then I have to push back. Then it goes from then your end date stops being the twenty fifth, and now it goes to the twenty sixth. Oh dang! Because we we calculated all of this, right? It's two hundred and ten hours for fourteen weeks, which will give you which will give the fourteen days times seven. Uh, so fourteen weeks times seven. Which is ninety eight days. Is that start? Yeah, because I'm like that. I'm gonna have to make that one of my critical tasks. So it, with the thir with the uh, seventy five hard, I have to do eight critical tasks, mm -hmm. and I will not go to bed until I get those exactly. done. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm gonna place that one in there, yeah. and I mean, it's gonna it's yeah, gonna happen. It's, it's ninety eight days. That will get you the twenty fifth. If you miss a day of not putting in two to three hours, that ninety eight days goes. You have to restart. You have to go into ninety nine days or whatever. I I add a day. Okay. So it goes instead of giving him a Christmas present, you'll give him a. a Los Reyes Magos, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, what is it called? Um, no, uh, what, no, uh, Boxing Day present. <laughs> boxing, no. You know, um, yeah, Los Tres Reyes. Yeah. Uh, the, the Three Kings. The Three Kings. I'll just, you know, the, the Three Kings come too. They give a gift. <laughs> but that's in January, January 7th or something like that. I'm just kidding. This is a Christmas. And you know what the beautiful thing too? It is my. It is my um, it is my mom's birthday on December twenty fifth. So I would like to. I'm gonna commit to dude, giving this to dude, her and my dad. Dude, if you don't, oh my gosh, I am. It's done. It's gonna be like it's done. There's it's gonna done. be some ugly tears. I like, am going to you. I am going to hound you. Oh like, gosh, I, I. You know what though? I this is different. Like I, I wanted to do a book before, but I, I didn't have a strong enough why. Yeah. And I think this just kind of solidified that, like, it's it's happening. Yeah. 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 You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm oh. ready. It's going to be, it's, I'm like, I, I told you, like, my hands are now sweaty. I know. <laughs> I'm and, like clammy. And, and you're putting me in the book, right? For what? Just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to tell you, though, you were very <laughs> instrumental. Like, I, a couple of things that happened. Like, okay. So one of the one of the times I did give you a call about having a hard yeah. time when I was going through it the last time, yeah. right? That was at the mall, ED. <laughs> when you were like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but because of what you said, it changed my perspective about healing, mm. right? He, and Miguel told me he's like, because um, I can't remember exactly the the conversation, but I do remember this, and he's like, 
right now it is your time to be there for your dad mm -hmm. to support him emotionally and spiritually let the doctors do the physical stuff but you be there emotionally and spiritually and then he said to me he's like your healing is gonna come when your dad passes it will come to you and then your dad will also be healed mm -hmm. and i think i'm like when you said that it took off so much pressure that i was feeling that i didn't even know that i had yeah. and then i visited my dad and i visited my dad as i was without trying to like without trying to tell him what to do yeah, what like no like exactly i was trying to fix the situation that could not be fixed mm -hmm. i was trying to do something i was trying to push my own views and values on my dad when my dad wasn't ready for them i was putting limits on my love yeah, I was putting, I was making my love conditional yeah, until yeah. I talked to you. And then when I went and I talked to him and that was actually the last interaction that I had with him with like big, ugly tears in my, in my face. I, I apologized. I told him that I would support him no matter what. And then it, something beautiful came out of it. He, he like took his hand and he wiped away my tears and he, he said, it's okay. I'm going to be okay. Hmm. And it happened because of the conversation that we had hmm. and then helped me to be in a better headspace. I was able to show up better for my dad and. It's a beautiful memory. This is going to be a good book, people. This is going to be <sighs> a solid, It's solid a healing book. book. It's a healing book. Yeah, because my my um, my grieving counselor did say he's like pain is healing. He's like in order to um, to unlock unlock the love and the memory, you have to experience pain. So I'm like, that's exactly what I... And I told him, I'm like, I'm going to lean hard to my pain. I didn't know how. Yeah, yeah. Now I know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, she's got her vision. She's got her how-to, her uh, her quite her it question. Is it worth it? I think it is. She's got her process. And then December 25th is going to be her success. That is my date. So be on the lookout. And if you like to read it, I'll put it on Kindle. Yeah, I don't know how that works. So Don't I, worry. I'll, yeah, you yeah. got to teach me. Because I got my, my book coming up and I have no idea what to do there. No, no, don't worry. Because I'm like, we'll put it on Kindle and then we'll deal with the like, physical publishing of it. Okay. Yeah, don't worry, I got you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, so that's <laughs> that's my problem, the how-to, right? So I don't know how to do that. But anyways, I'm yeah, just focusing we'll on the process. Exactly, and we'll figure that out. But yeah, so I'm excited. Oh, I can't I'm wait for so you guys to pumped. read it. Um, it is going to be vulnerable. It is going to be hard. But it's it's life. Yeah. And life is messy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is going... I'm excited. This, is, this is a good show. Like, I'm telling you right now, guys, 100, 210 hours for success. <laughs> and you got this. All right, let's do it. 98 days. Be on the lookout. I'll be sharing with you guys my progress. You'll probably see some big, ugly tears. But yeah, yeah. in yeah. the midst, we'll be sharing all our takeaways. And yeah. Yeah, make sure that you, you post your progress, right? Yeah, I will. That's, I think that's part of your progression is too, is letting people know where you're at yeah. throughout the journey. Yeah. I yeah. love sharing, but sometimes I get in my head and don't do it. But I will do it this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to continue helping the show, listen, you got all our social sites right up there. You got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. Uh, I already said Twitter. Snap. <laughs> do it all. Do it all. Just click all. Subscribe to all. And to continue supporting the show, make sure that you log into our website, mtclife.com. And then under, your, under the shop, if you buy a shirt, guys, it supports the show. Absolutely. Uh, our, our, anyways, and so we love you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for watching. This is amazing. Absolutely. Take Bye. care. Bye. Get a minute, don't know. Get a minute of your time. Get a minute of your time. Get a minute of your time. I sure gotta live right. And I'm never gonna let you out of my side. I've been knocked out. It was a nice try. But I guess I get to keep my head on this time.
Mind. Mind.